You are now listening to the podcast on creativity and execution. What does it really mean? Welcome back to the podcast on creativity and execution. I am Abigail. And this is Matt. We are here to talk about the Oscars today. Heck yeah. The Oscars are this weekend and we just wanted to inform you on what's going on with them. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Yes. So I'm going to talk through what the Oscars are and just to give you guys some history, the first Academy Awards, aka the Oscars, were in 1929 and they honored films from 1927 and 1928 and it took place in Hollywood. It was called the Academy Awards because of the quote-unquote Academy that awarded the awards. And then the name Oscars came from the trophy, which I feel like could be a given, but I don't know. Nice. <laughs> um, it's, it came from an executive staff member who saw the trophy and for a few years called it an Oscar because it looked like her uncle Oscar. That's awesome. Which that is, is like, so awesome that it stuck all these years. I know. The ninety third. Was... This is the ninety third year of the Oscars, and it's been called the Oscars because of some person's uncle this whole time. Yeah, that happened in nineteen thirty nine. So wow. It's been going. And the trophy, I don't know if you have seen it or can picture it, but it's a gold trophy and it's this man holding a crusade sword and he's standing on a like film reel that has five spokes on it, which represent the five branches of the Academy. Well, the original branches of the Academy. At the time, yeah. yeah. Which are actors, directors, producers, technicians, and writers. Very um, cool. And then the trophy, I think this is really interesting. The trophy that people win when they win an Oscar is a 24 karat gold wow. statue. And it's like 13 inches tall, but it's worth $629 is the amount Shoot. of gold. That's what, crazy. Yeah. So for Hollywood is like not a lot, but for a silly trophy, mm -hmm. which isn't silly, like the Oscars are a huge yeah. deal. I feel like that's a lot of money for the trophy. I almost like, I almost expected it to be more than that. $600, I don't know, I feel like it's chump change to the actors, you know? It is, it is. You know? Like, they wouldn't even put it in a safe. They'd put it at their front door. Yeah. <laughs> but, which is... I, okay, this is my stance this is, this is my bookend. Yeah. It is probably their bookend, yeah. literally. But I was assuming the Oscar trophy would either be way cheaper or way more expensive. So I thought, like, the $639, $29 price tag was kind of funny. Because, like, that is a good amount of money, but it's not, like, that much. It's, like, a random middle. Yeah. It would have been funny if it was, like, oh, it's, like, $2,000. Or if it's, like, oh, it's only, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. I think that would be better. But to oh, each well. their own. Maybe maybe it's varied over the years. But, anyways, um, let's go into... Um, let me just explain to you what the Academy is. And, like, who the people are that make up the Academy. Who vote on all these movies. So, um, it's basically just a bunch of people who have either been nominated or um, people who have been sponsored by people who are already in the academy. So it's not something you can just apply for. It's, it's like if somebody wants to be in the academy, then they have to get, say they want to join a particular branch. So right now one of the branches is like documentaries. So if they wanna be in the documentary branch, they have to get two sponsors that are already members of the academy in that branch, and then um, 
they have to like go through like a, a process, but they can't even start unless they have two sponsors from there. Unless um, you have been nominated previously in previous years, then you don't have to have any sponsors. Then you're, you can automatically just like, you know, apply and become a member, Super which is cool. cool. Yeah. Because at that point they've like earned it, you know, it's like, okay, they've been nominated. They obviously have skill and they know, you know, how it works. So, uh -huh. so that's how it works. Um, going into the voting process of um, what they do to get there, it's kind of similar to submitting art to like a state fair. You got to meet the requirements. There's like a long list. I read like all 50 pages of it one day and um, you have to turn it in on time. Simple things like that. Lots of like very small details. Um, then the eligible films are going to be viewed by their appropriate branches and then um, the people in the academy that are part of those branches um, narrow it down to a, a short list of like 15 films and then from there they narrow it down even more with another round of voting and then they come out with five nominees and uh, most of the categories are going to have five nominees except for one of them we'll get to that later and then from there only active or life members eventually choose the winner from those five so it's just like a series of you know narrowing things down and then it's a good system yeah it is i mean i mean there's lots of lots of disputing you know every year about mm -hmm. fairness and stuff but ultimately, every year they do add rules and make it better and more fair for everyone. So That's true. And a few of those rules, I, I, there's so many of them. There's 50 pages of eligibility and stuff. But the ones that stuck out to me were, um, number one, um, at least one of the lead actors from each movie has to be from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. So that's good. That's and that's something that's been added in recent years too. Mm -hmm. um, probably the last like four or five years. Super I new rule. Yeah, yeah, which which is good. Mm -hmm. um, it must be feature length film, which is forty minutes or more. So, I I don't know how many people knew that. I didn't know that until I read the rules. You know, the feature film is forty minutes. Um, it must be up for paid admission in a commercial motion picture theater in Los Angeles County. So that's very specific. And then um, lastly. In the event of like a dispute concerning eligibility or of one of these rules, the Academy reserves the right to declare any achievement ineligible. So at the end of the day, they get the final say. That's really cool. This yeah. year at the Oscars is gonna be obviously really different because of COVID. Yeah. So there are some controversies going into it and two of the biggest ones we think are really interesting yeah. is that one, it is Probably, and I kind of agree with this controversy, it's going to be easier, it's going to be a more easy playing field, because not every movie that was supposed to come out did oh, yeah. come out. Mm, I completely agree. Yeah, so going into the year, I usually am like, okay, this movie's coming out, will it get which Oscar, blah, 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 mm -hmm. and a lot of those movies didn't even come out. So. Yeah, that's true. I, th I feel like a lot of big, big contenders weren't even released, like they were pushed back to like this year or next year. Mm -hmm. But then because of that, I, and I agree with this controversy too, honestly, because because a lot of those movies weren't released, then there are some other movies that I don't think would have made it if it wasn't for 2020. Absolutely. But they made it because a lot of movies, like the bigger competition, were eliminated. Yeah, so. it's so true. And What's then the other one? The other controversy that is pretty interesting, I don't know if I agree with, I think I do. Okay, it's that the Academy, the people that vote, were able to watch the films from home this year, which is a yeah. first. 
And uh, so a lot of people are assuming or thinking that not everyone watches every movie. Yeah, rumor has it, um, and I actually learned that within this past year, rumor has it that um, people don't think that all the Academy members watch every single movie. That's like they so only crazy. watch some of them and then they vote. So the fact that this year, um, with that rumor you know, being spread already, this year they made it so that the Academy members can watch it from home then they're like, now they're really not going to watch all yeah. of them, you know? That's so crazy. And then, like, tagging along with the watching the movies at home, that also plays into how people view movies. So oh, that's going to sure. have definitely an effect on, like... It changes the experience completely. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Sound quality, visuals, like, the full experience. Yeah. But they could be watching it on their laptops, for all we know. That's true. However, the Oscars this year will be live, which is kind of exciting. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. The Oscars will be live, and supposedly the actors and directors and everyone that usually goes will be there and be there in person. I hope which so. Which is a lot better than last year, and also better than the Golden Globes that took place a few weeks ago. So. Oh, the Golden Globes. Everybody was on Zoom. That was awkward. It sounded. I didn't even bother watching it. No. It sounded bad. It was. It was very. It was very bad. Watch some YouTube videos, guys. It was cringy. Literally, imagine a Zoom meeting, like one of your first Zoom meetings at work, going wrong. That's like the entire show of the Golden Globes this past year. Oh my. So Lord. I'm. I'm hoping. I heard better things from the Grammys a few weeks ago. So I'm thinking that they they got their stuff together for the Oscars. Yeah. One can hope. We're only going up from here, really. Yeah. Um, so in a minute, we're going to go over our predictions and some of the things that came out this year, but I wanted to mention the big five, mm -hmm. which are best picture, best director, best actor, best actress are like, um, yeah. And then screenplay and those are like the, t the top categories. Those are the top categories. They're the most watched. I don't want to say they're the most important. I don't think that's true. Yeah. But they are definitely big categories. They save, these are the ones they save for the last, for the end of the show. That's true. And then calling it the big five is in reference to like winning the big five. So like only three movies in the world, in history of the Oscars, have won the big five and that is it happened one night which came out in 1934 Dang. the one the one flew over the cuckoo's nest 1975 and the silence of the lambs 1991 no so, way i didn't know that yeah wow so only those three movies have won each category of the top five wow that's a, that's a pretty fun fact yeah i love that hopefully more to come i like winning a the big five is really exciting. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. The only what the last um, movie that was close to that was La La Land because really? they because they made a sweep. The only one they didn't win was Best Picture, which was taken by Moonlight. Really, mm -hmm. I would have thought um, I would have thought that Parasite was close to could have taken it. A, that was yeah, last year. Right? That was yeah, that was last year. Oh yeah, that was incredible for sure. Yeah, but. Very exciting. Hopefully we'll see another one in the next years. Maybe Dune. I don't know. It could be anything. Dune? I have high hopes for that one. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and, and, there's more, and there's more categories than just the top five, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There are so many categories. There's categories on animation. 
This category is in documentary, foreign film, short film, short animation. And then the tech stuff is just such a long list and really incredible. Like cinematography is one of my yeah, favorites costume. to watch. Costume, makeup, There's writing. so many different facets that yeah. create these amazing films. There's lighting. It's so... The list really goes on and these people like really do deserve it because... Yeah. Oh my gosh. All the people in the credits? Super talented. Yeah. For real. Everybody's role is important. That'll preach somewhere. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go off. All right. So without further ado... We are going to introduce to you our predictions for the top five, for the big five. Yeah. So, um, top, the first one, we're just going to go in the same order they would in the, in the Oscars, actually. For sure. So, first up is Best Screenplay. So, the nominees for Best Screenplay are Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Now, we're going to tell you... Um, our predictions for like our favorite who we think should win and we're going to tell you who we think will win so for this category best screenplay okay so Judas and the Black Messiah Minari Promising Young Woman Sound of Metal Trial of Chicago 7 personally I think that the Trial of the Chicago 7 is going to win mm -hmm. but I want Minari to win okay that's where my heart is telling me and just so you guys know we made we wrote out this list and by the ones that we think are going to win, we put a little star, but by the ones we want to win, we put a little heart. Yeah. It's from, it comes from the heart. It does really come from the heart. What comes from your heart, Abigail? So my heart is really speaking to me for the best screenplay, Minari. Also. Yes! Yeah. High so five. That's like gonna be a big one for me this year. And I think Trial of Chicago 7 could win. However, I think that The Sound of Metal will win for best screenplay. Interesting. I do want Minari to win, but I think it will actually be Sound of Metal. Yeah. Yeah. It, which is which sucks for that for that one. Yeah, it does. I mean, same with Trial of Chicago 7, like neither of them should win. I yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was all that. But this is all opinion and preference. So you know? subjective. So subjective. You know, one one opinion is gonna be different from the next. So yeah. you guys form your own opinions on these. Don't take it from us. Watch these movies. They're like most of them are really good. Most of them. Most, <laughs> most of them. Okay. Next. All right. Next, we've got best director. So for this, we've got our list of five: David Fincher for Mank, Thomas Vinderberg for Another Round, Isaac Lee Chun for Minari. Chloe Zhao for Nomad's Land and Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. So uh, for that, I think my um, prediction is Nomad Land. I think Nomad Land will win director, and okay. I want Minari Isaac Lee. Lee Isaac, Lee Isaac Chung, Chung to win for Minari. Okay, so interesting that you so you think that Nomadland director um, Chloe Zhao yeah that's her name. You think that she's gonna win, but I I don't think that she's going to win. But I want her to win. Uh huh. She did win for the Golden Globes, but for some reason I don't I don't know if she's going to win for this one. I want her to win though, so that's my want. But I think that Thomas Vinderberg with another another round is gonna win for some reason. That's just my gut feeling. Okay. It was, yeah, that movie looks really interesting. I didn't see it. It was a foreign film, right? Mm-hmm. It's That's cool. It's like these these guys have like a, an experiment where they have to 
um, have like their blood alcohol level like at a certain level for like like a high level yeah I can't remember it was like it, it was a high level like they literally had to um, they had an experience to see like how like high function they could be or whatever like having their alcohol level like at a, like pretty high mm-hmm. like the whole movie and so they have they have like the the graphs and stuff and it was it was really interesting it was yeah that's kind of cool but so those are our so you think that wait what what is, you think that Chloe Zhao is gonna win you want Lee Isaac Chung to win with Ferminari I think that Thomas Vinderberg for another round but I want Chloe Zhao with for Nomadland to win that was such a good movie that's awesome and. She's actually going to be directing a new Marvel series. Oh. She's doing, um, I think it's called Eternals. Yeah, she's the director for that. So Marvel knows what's up. They know, they That's know how really to pick cool. them. That's really cool. Yeah. But the next, um, the next category is Best Actor. So Best Actor, the list is Chadwick Boseman for um, Ma-, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Stephen Yu for Minari, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Riz Ahmed, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Mm -hmm. um, for Sound of Metal. Now, I think this one was a pretty easy choice for me, personally, because I watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and um, I thought Chadwick Boseman did an amazing job. Like, I I had heard, obviously, you know, he's he's no longer with us, Mm -hmm. um, which is really a tragedy. But um, when I heard that he had died, then part of me was thinking, you know, before I had seen the movie, like, oh, that he might, he's probably going to win, you know, mm-hmm. as like a token. But then I watched the movie and I was blown away by mm-hmm. his performance. Personally, the movie itself wasn't my favorite, but he really delivered like an unforgettable performance in that movie, truly. That's so I really think, cool. So I think he's going to win and I want him to win, both. That's great. I love when that happens. I think Chad Mc... Chadwick Boseman will win. However, I would like Stephen Yu to win. Heartless. Heartless. I didn't see <laughs> uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, yeah. but I I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine someone winning Best Actor for a movie that wasn't even nominated for Best Picture. So Valid. I'm like, was it really that good? I don't know. I think he'll still win, but my vote is Stephen Yu. But take it from me, I'm I'm, tell, I'm telling you, the movie wasn't that great, but Chadwick, he was great. Yeah. Anyways, next one. He's a really solid actor. I'll like give him that. Oh yeah, for Absolutely. sure, undeniably. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Best Actress. Woo, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we've got Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm. Carrie Mulligan from Promising Young Woman, Vanessa Kirby from Pieces of a Woman. Pieces of a Woman. Okay, Frances McDormand from Nomadland and Andrew Day from The United States versus Billie Holiday. Oh, The United States mm-hmm. versus Billie Holiday. Okay. I think Viola Davis should win and will win. Mm. Which which is interesting coming from the person who just said they didn't watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. <laughs> okay, here, here's where I stand on this. Okay. I think she should win because she's a great actress. I didn't see the movie, and I don't think anyone else on the list deserves it. Oh. We've got a pretty lackluster list in my opinion. In your opinion. So that's where I stand on Viola Davis okay. winning this Oscar. Here's my hot take. Are you ready for my hot take? 
I think Viola Davis will win. That's my hunch. I think she's gonna win. Uh huh. Because if has she won before? Is she one of the ones that hasn't won before? I feel like she hasn't. I don't know. So that's why I'm thinking that's that's why I'm thinking it's a big deal. I don't don't quote us on that. I don't remember if she's won before, but I think that she's going to win. But I think who deserves it truly is Andrew Day for um, the United States versus Billie Holiday. It she. I was blown away. Not, I mean, not only acting in the movie, but she, I mean, she plays Billie Holiday and she's singing too. And she changes her voice, like the way she speaks, her mannerisms, the way she really embodies the character. It was, it was one of my favorite movies on all of these lists. Like probably, we'll get to my favorite. We'll, we'll get to my favorites when we go to best picture. But Andrew Day, oh, she takes the cake. I want her to win, but I think Viola Davis is going to take it. That's cool. Yeah. And that makes me really want to see United States versus Billie Holiday. It's worth the watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right, next we've got best picture. And drum roll. Oh, wait, we're not really doing a drum roll, I guess. No, that's Best picture. Yeah, best picture. <laughs> and uh, we saved the best for last because that's the way they do it at the Oscars. Yes, sir. So, um, best picture. And this is the only category that has eight nominees instead of five. So, the nominees for best picture are Minari, Mank, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Father, Trial of the Chicago Seven, Nomadland, and Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Interesting list this year. Interesting list. And, oh, we, and we actually, both of us agreed on this one for, for both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for um, who we think is going to win, who do we think is going to win, Abigail? Okay, we think Nomadland is going to win. Yeah, yeah, we do. I, yeah, I really think it's going to win. Yeah, I mean, it did win Best Picture for the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. and... Um, I did watch it before the Golden Globes, and it was a really, really well done movie. So keep in mind, Nomadland won Best Picture at the Golden Globes, and Chloe Zhao, the director, won Best Director at the Golden Globes. But yeah. Nomadland truly is good, so I think that that's gonna win, but who we want to win is, you guessed it, Minari. Our hearts are with Minari. And there is, honestly, there's a, a couple movies on this list that I didn't even, three of the movies on this list I didn't even like. like yeah. I thought Mank was pretty boring. Having and I watched Citizen Kane before watching Mank, mm-hmm. and I was Mank just bored me for some reason. Promising young woman felt it was like good, and there were some like really interesting artistic choices, mm-hmm. but it felt pretty inconsistent, yeah. especially tonally, first half, last half. I agree. I really do agree. Yeah. It was it was interesting and it was a good movie, but I don't know if it should have made it. And I think that's one of the examples for. You know, mm-hmm. having you know an easier playing field. I think that's how it made it, honestly. I yeah, I couldn't agree more. And Trial of Chicago Seven, it just didn't do it for me. Me neither. It didn't. It just didn't. It was know. really okay. I don't think. Uh, here's my hot take. Okay. I don't think Aaron Sorkin should both write and direct. Mm. I don't think he's a good director at all. I think he's a really great writer. Yeah. And I, I think I he think should so, stick yeah. with it. And. I, frankly, I don't care enough to see another one of his directed movies. Because he wrote the Borat movies, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree with that stance, too. So, that is that is the last of our predictions. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it all the way through 24 minutes and 5 seconds of this, 
Um, and let us know in the comments or DM us what your predictions are, what you think about the nominees and the winners even after Sunday. So tune in on Sunday. I think it's on Channel 8, usually. I don't know. The Oscars? Yeah, I mean, People it's... People still have channels? It's not cable. Okay. I don't know how you can... Look, you can look it up, but also a really fun thing to do if you end up watching the Oscars on Sunday, they have... Um, a prediction list that you can print off and if you're watching with people then you guys can um, fill out who you think is going to win beforehand and then at the end or like as you're watching it then you can like check them off and see who got them right and stuff and you mm -hmm. can see who won at the end get a prize yeah it's Buy fun. your own Oscar yeah we can we can probably include the link somewhere in here yeah that'd be cool yeah all right thanks for listening I hope you guys learned something about the Oscars and enjoyed it see you next time bye